Welcome back to another episode of the Jasmine Star Show. My name is Addison, Jasmine's podcast editor, which means I'm the one who professionally polishes the podcast you hear every single week and might insert a silly sound effect from time to time. I'm here to introduce today's podcast episode, a recording from a coffee and conversation session Jasmine hosted on Instagram Live. In this live, you'll hear Jasmine answer questions on how to achieve big goals in three months, the best way to get over being seen as, quote, too young in your industry, and more. Let's listen in. Hi, and good morning. It's time for Coffee and Conversations. My name is Jasmine Starr. This is the way that it works. Every year, at the beginning of the year, you have an opportunity to think about a goal or something that you want to do. And what I strongly encourage entrepreneurs to do is to start with just one goal. Because oftentimes we want to do a thousand things. I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt. But what would it look like for us to set one goal for a quarter and then align all of our endeavors to hit that one goal? It, number one, helps prevent overwhelm. Number two, gives us a clear plan of what we should be focusing on for those three months. If it does not get us closer to our quarterly goal, then we should not do it. And then number three, once we have our goal, once we are staying focused, then what we need to do is come out with monthly and weekly things that need to get done in order for us to achieve the quarterly goal. Let's walk this through an example. At the beginning of 2021, I said that as a founder of Social Curator, I want to have a photo gallery with over 3,000 images. That is our, that is my one huge quarterly goal for the business. So what do I need to do? I need to figure out, well, how are we going to organize all 3,000 photos? How are we going to begin search filters? How are we going to get colors? How are we going to orientation? Do I need to talk to a tech team? I need to talk to the creative director. Who's going to be building out that plan? All of a sudden, all of my attention just went to that one thing. That is the process that I have used for the past 10 years in business. I hope it serves serves you well. What we're going to do now is we're going to bring, uh, answer a few questions and then bring somebody on live and then we'll go into that. Uh, let's go into, okay. So Kim Johnson said, can you give us an example of a goal just did here to help? Uh, and let's get into, <laughs> I like this question. It says, Jasmine, do you love us as much as we love you? Kelly's Monarch Mansion, you know it. Okay. I'm going to bring somebody on live. Sammy Curdy. How can we use hashtags correctly? Well, the good news is that there's not a right or wrong way to use hashtags. You just want to make sure that it's paired with the strategy. On the inside of Social Curator, we always discuss predominantly using hashtags that are less than 500,000 entries. This will give your post an opportunity to get discovered. Now, here's one thing that we have to be very careful when we talk about hashtags. Hashtags are wonderful for what? Discoverability. Hashtags may or may not be effective for engagement. Just because somebody sees your post, it does not mean or guarantee that there's a high likelihood of them to engage. So I like to describe hashtags as a neon sign for your post. So, you know, like when you walk into a bar, you'll see like beer neon signs. What would it look like if you wrote a post and you're like, I want to add a neon sign to my post so people will pay more attention. And I wrote a post and I want to use a neon sign so people pay more attention to my post. Now, let's just say that you wrote a post about the NFL draft and you use the hashtag NFL draft and I use the hashtag NFL draft. Both of our posts could get discovered on that hashtag, but what is the likelihood of somebody engaging with your post versus my post? 
Now, if you wrote a post about the NFL draft and you gave three insights of who you think the number one top draft pick for quarterback, for a collegiate quarterback is, and you talked about your reasons why and people were resonating, and what if I use the hashtag NFL draft, but I was actually talking about an episode of The Bachelor? Just because somebody saw my post does not mean that they're engaged. So all hashtag are is a neon post out on the internet, on Instagram, and you look and you're like, oh, it caught my attention. And the only way that after catching somebody's attention, you're going to get them to engage is by having, number one, an amazing piece of content. That's it. I've been noticing updates on Instagram. I'm seeing an update that Instagram is putting into the feed. Is this post relevant? You guys, I'm going to be making a video about this because Instagram is going through and going to start asking you if the content that you're seeing is relevant. Because what people have been doing on Instagram is they're doing like really crazy like hacks to get attention. You know, like double tap if you like this. Or if you want to see the rest of the video, double tap. And Instagram's like, we don't want to play games. We want to have valuable content. So they're really trying to work and embed features on Instagram for people to vote on whether or not that post was relevant. Y'all, this is why having a really cool Instagramable life or photo used to be important. And now Instagram is saying, yeah, visuals are important, but they ain't the whole kit and caboodle. This is why content matters. So when it comes to hashtags, Let's go back to the root of the question was, how do we use hashtags effectively? Number one, you're adding hashtags to posts that are helpful, engaging, empowering, and or entertaining. There you go. Slam, bam, thank you, ma'am, all day, every day. Let's have a little bit of fun with that. Okay, let's go into Emma. Hi, Emma. Hi, Jasmine. I how are you? I'm doing so good. First good. off, I'm part of Social Curator. You guys, if you aren't doing it, do it. It's literally the best thing to change my life. Emma, um, you have had so much epic growth in your business. It's bananas. Like, it's bananas. I'm blown away. But how can I serve you? What's your question? Yes. Okay, so I am 20, and I am a professional photographer. I feel like also I'm young in the industry. I totally know how to serve. I'm showing up. Like, I'm doing content and things. But I kind of feel like people, I don't know, look down. You're like, oh, you're 20, and you're, like, going to weddings. I don't know. How do I get past the age, the age mindset, the age thing? Okay, so here's the thing, Emma. Nobody is in control of your thoughts and feelings yeah. other than Emma. And right. so, Emma, you can choose to say, I'm 20 years old and people think I'm too young to be doing what I want to do professionally. And guess what, Emma? When you're 50, you could easily come to me and say, people think I'm too old. Right. And age is a mindset for an entrepreneur. I've seen your work. I know your business acumen. And you could be 16. And if people yeah. look at you and value who Emma is, your talent, and how you serve, age ain't nothing but a number. So okay. I want you to release the shackles of what you think people are going to think about you. Please, you want to know what, Emma? Here's the yeah. truth. There are some people who would never in a million years hire a 20-year-old wedding photographer. True. And then there's some people who will. And there's some people who would never hire a 30-year-old wedding photographer. And some people will. And some people would never hire a 40 year old. Every point, there's going to be a group of people who will not hire you. And then there's going to be a group of people who will. So all I want you to do is to push out any negative, toxic, or self-sabotaging thoughts and say, yep. you know what? It is true. Some people may not hire me. But here's the thing, Emma. You're saying it's your age. But people watching right now, they might feel it's their skin color. They might feel it's their economic status. They might feel it's their education. They might feel because they're not certified or licensed. There's yeah. always going to be a reason why some people will hire business owners and not. Remove the toxicity. Focus on the people who are investing in you. And girl, your business has blown up. So there's a bunch yeah. of people who are okay. focused on that. 
and focus on that. I watch you put your energy there. It's going to double down. Okay. Thank you. I love this. Emma, how can people connect with you on Instagram? My name is Emma. My middle initial is J and then Harling, like darling, but with an H. So Emma J Harling. That's cute. <laughs> darling with an H. All right, Emma, thank you, doll. I'll see you in the community. Thank Take you. Care. Thank you. Thank you. you. Okay. So that's the way it rolls. We just come on. We answer questions. We have a little bit of business talks. Yes, somebody just wrote a comment says, just do it. Yes, we out here like Nike. It's actually, did you know that Nike is actually the Greek goddess? And the way that you properly pronounce it is Nike. Hey, there you go. If you don't know, now you know. Okay, let's dive into a question. I have a product business starting a coaching business. Can I put them both on one Instagram? So if anybody is here wondering, should I have one or two or 10 Instagram accounts? My advice has always been, number one, you're going to choose what is best for you. That's it. My advice means nothing. You have to choose what's best for you. Number two, I want you to focus on, do you share the same end customer? So the same person who is buying your products, are they going to be people who would also hire you for coaching? Not like a few. I'm talking about the vast majority. Are the vast majority of people going to be buying your product and hiring you for coaching? If the answer is no, then I would recommend having two separate Instagram accounts because you want to speak to your dream customer differently. Like if you sell coffee cups, right? This is your product, coffee cups. And you want to do self-empowerment coaching. Maybe there's a small group of people who will buy the coffee cup and do the coaching. But quite honestly, your Instagram post should be talking about the coffee cups. And for your coaching, it should be talking specifically about the coaching. Okay, let's get into another one of the questions. Maddie, I like this idea. So yesterday on Instagram, if you go to my post Instagram yesterday, I did a 45-second tutorial on how you can download an app called Threads. Now, Instagram created Threads. And this is how you easily add subtitles to your reels and or stories. Now, I only made that video because so many people were asking, hey, how do you add subtitles? And Maddie came up with this idea, can you do a video explaining how to use insights? Now, everybody knows how to use insights. You're just basically creating an archive of your Instagram stories and then sharing them to your profile. But what I believe Maddie is truly asking is, how do you use insights with a strategy? Now, truth be told, Studies have shown you have less than seven seconds when somebody comes to your Instagram account to turn them into a follower. Seven seconds. Like, just imagine. That's so quick. What is somebody going to click on, read, or see to make them follow you? Insights are a powerful mechanism to, number one, explain who you are, and number two, explain what you do. And then big, big, big number three is explain how your account is a benefit to them. Okay, so if you go to my Instagram profile at Jasmine Star, you're going to see what I call a boss bio. That boss bio is less than 150 characters and it explains who I am, what I do. And I also include my exit link is a free gift. Do you want an Instagram reels checklist? Jasminestar.com forward slash reels. I'm not pitching you. I'm actually talking about my exit link. You can check it out. Just below that is a series of highlights. Highlights are just archived stories aggregated for people to find things easily. So you will see a, a team meeting, team meeting for social curator. I'm the founder of social curator. You will see past issues of social curator. So people know what it is that I do and how I create it. I will include behind the scenes. I have a highlight that's behind the scenes that is showcasing the photo shoots that we do for social curator people in just a matter of seconds. They might not look at all of them, but they could find a topic that they're interested. Again, insights are a powerful way to extend who you are, what you do, and here's the big one, how you benefit your followers. We have to understand that Instagram is not about us. 
if we are using Instagram for our business, Instagram is not about us. Instagram is what our business does for our followers. Should I say that again for the people in the back? Instagram is what our business does for our followers. Our Instagram post should only ever be, how can I make your life easier? How can I make you learn it faster? How can I leave a pressure point? How can you have fun? This is what we should be doing. Okay. Yes, I know. Somebody somebody's talking about the baby squeals in the background. Uh, yes, that is Luna. She's very, very loud. She's like her mom. She has an opinion and she wants everybody to hear it. Oh, another question from Maddie. There's so many questions that are coming up. Is it bad to follow and unfollow people to get more followers? I truly do not believe that one application applies to everybody. But a couple years ago, they started this trend where people were saying, follow people so that they follow you back and then unfollow them later. I am sorry. I'm going to put a stake in the ground and think and say that that is the stupidest, inauthentic, bad form approach that you could ever take to growing your audience. Does it work? Yes. Does it leave a sour taste in people's mouth? Hell yes. Furthermore, I am not trying to be popular on Instagram. I am trying to be profitable. I don't want to have a lot of followers because it makes me look cool. Who gives a rip if you look cool on Instagram? Instagram doesn't matter. Instagram doesn't pay your bills. Who pays your bills? Your customers. How are you using Instagram not to make money? How are you using Instagram to serve your customers so they trust you and talk about you and support you? That is what we should, Instagram should not be for sales. It should be, be to build relationships that turn your followers into evangelists, people who will talk about you, people who will endorse you, people who will hand over their credit card and say, it's you. I have seen, I have been very fortunate on the inside of social curators. We have, I've successfully coached over 25,000 members. And there are people who come in with a hundred or 200,000 followers. And they're like, I really want to take my business to the next level. But guess what? They're popular. They don't have a business. They're not selling anything. They're holding up a bottle of lotion and say, buy the lotion. And they're holding up a t-shirt and say, swipe up the t-shirt, which is fine. But you have to understand you're here for a business. You're here to build true relationships. So what we truly want to do is not get a viral post that gets us a million followers. Our goal is to care about the followers we have. I don't care if you have two followers, 200, 2,000, 200,000, or 2 million. Your objective every single day is to show up for two people. Dale Carnegie said it best. He said, your business will go farther being genuinely interested in two other people than trying to get 200 people interested in you. Dale Carnegie wrote a book on how to win friends and influence people. And his whole thesis was not to be the coolest cat in the room. His thesis was show that you care. Hot dang. Amen. Rest his soul. Okay. Let's get into another one of our questions, y'all. I love these chats. This is an opportunity for us to hang out. From Money Star Media. Money Star, you and I have been direct messaging. So good to see you here on this live. How can I get the music feature on my business account? I don't have music at all. So here's the thing. I believe that she's asking this specifically because Instagram Reels, you want to use music on Instagram. But if you have a business account at the time of this recording, you cannot add music to your Reels. I think it has something to do with licensing with artists. So... When people say, Jasmine, how can you use music and reels? I let people know I have a personal account. I don't have a business account. My business is social curators and that 
is its own account. But Jasmine Star, that's just me. So I have a business account. That's why I can use music. At the time of this recording, it's not available for you quite yet. I actually, uh, Moni, I think you're a member of Social Curator. We have a resource. You can use the chat bot. Look for the resource on what reels to create without music. I have created reels without music and they've done very well. So you don't need music to have a successful reel. Also, be sure help at socialcurator.com will be able to send you that resource if you are a member. Okay, let's go into, you know, I don't even know what Gabriella is referring to, but she says, what is your favorite book to read for that? I don't know what she's referring to, but let me just tell you, if you're starting 2021 and you want a very simple book to kick your butt into action, I will recommend Do the Work by Stephen Pressfield. Do the work by Stephen Pressfield. These are the tiniest little chapters, but is a big, swift kick in the butt to actually do the work to get the results that you want. Shout out to Stephen Pressfield. There you go. All right, let's go into this question. How to connect better with individuals on Instagram and build a community? So let's go back. I actually love this question because I want to change the vernacular, change the way we talk. I do not believe I have followers. I believe that we have a community. What defines a community? A community is a group of people who share the same ideology and want to share what they know for the collective benefit of everybody. Okay, so if I believe that, I truly do with all of my heart. Be Well, Steph, is asking how to connect better with individuals on Instagram. So we must give the engagement that we want. If you want to build a community, well, first you need to reach out to people and let them know, number one, who you are, and number two, the benefit that you're going to bring to them. So if you are really desiring to build community, then what I recommend that you do is start small. Go to your current followers. I do not care if you have 90 followers or 9,000, 900,000. All you're going to do is every single day, you are going to send a direct message to 10 of your followers. And all you're going to do is you're just randomly, you're going to open up your follower list, whoever's at the top, and you're going to say, hey, Jonathan, thank you so much for being here. I'm always happy to help and serve. Let me know if I can do anything. Next person. Hey, Jermaine, thank you for being here. It's awesome to meet you. Let me know if I can do anything. I hope you have a great day. Hey, uh, Joelle, happy you're here. 10 people every day. I guarantee you. When they respond, and not all of them will respond, maybe one or two people from your direct message will respond, but guess what? They already follow your account, so they're familiar with you. You're not a stranger to them. There's a very high likelihood that two or three of them are going to respond, and then all you have to do is respond back. Guess what a community is? People helping each other. How do you help each other on social media? Have conversations. Friends, that is truly, people are like, no, Jasmine, that's too easy. Guess what? It is the easy things that go often overlooked. I am not like a, I'm not a business strategist who's going to tell you, you use this funnel and then you hack it up and then there's a tripwire and you make sure you have them in a funnel. I am the strategist who's going to say, how do you scale the unscalable? You're human and you're nice and you do the best you can and you give more than you take and you offer value to people who are interested in what you have to hear to say. If it's one person or one million, it doesn't matter. Friends, the only way you get to a million people who are interested in what you have to say is if you care about the one person who's listening to you today. That's just it. 
friends. Every single week, I have the immense pride to come on Instagram and have conversations with you. It is not lost on me. Thank you for your time, your interest, your benefit. I'm always here to serve you. I go live every single week on Instagram. I look forward to seeing you next week. If you happen to find this live interesting or valuable, be sure to share it with a friend. Once I end this live chat, I'm going to be pushing it out to IGTV. Leave a comment, tag a friend, send it to somebody who might find it interesting. I wish you guys all the best and I hope you have a wonderful and beautiful amazing day bye y'all there you have it i hope you enjoyed this episode of the jasmine star show our team works hard to educate and inspire you with helpful business advice every week to ensure you never miss another tactic or tip on the jasmine star show again subscribe to the podcast from wherever you're listening from today and rumor has it that the next episode is an interview that jasmine had on nbc but you didn't hear that from me thanks for listening and until next time we'll talk to you soon